Well, you are more gay before 9 a.m. than most men all day. Welcome, Welcome to Whelmed, a podcast for Xennials. There she is. Hi, dear. Oh, wow. How are you? I'm losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> Aww. I'm fine, actually. I'm being dramatic. Shocking, I know. I know. It's so odd for you. Me? What? Dramatic? Never. <laughs> I feel like, um, do you ever feel like things are going well and then like left turns will happen because like you're pretty sure the universe is testing you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I feel like this week, Ma, the universe is saying, hey, Chad, just like that. Hey, Chad, um, let's see if your ego is going to drive you insane. Um, and yeah, so there's been, there's been, and I haven't, I've dealt with most of them. Let's just say I've dealt with all of them better than before. Not all of them great, but all better than before. You know, progress is progress, Bill. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, because I'm working on this campaign for my film, Mm -hmm. fundraising, and I turned my sort of first draft into the consultant I'm working with, and I don't take criticism well. I, like, my brain registers it as kind of a personal attack sometimes, Mm -hmm. and because I did not get a glowing, like, oh my God, it's great. You have no changes. Like, right. I had to like, take a second and like, let's go do something else. And I'm going to come back to this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle with that sometimes too. And I think it's that, I think it's that the like good kid thing. Right. Yes. Mm hmm. I think, I think also, though, as a gay man, I think it's that, and on, on top of it, as a gay man, like, and I'll just speak for myself, because I feel like there's something wrong with me, I have to be better at things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's, there's a line from a musical I really like called A New Brain, and one of the lyrics is, uh, why is the smart son always the gay son? Um, and that rings true to me in that, like, we feel like we need to be excel in other things because we feel like there's something to compensate somehow. Sure. I'm, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I imagine people come, I imagine people have that for numerous reasons, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, good practice, man. We gotta, we gotta keep practicing this thing of like, I, I have to keep my, I, I, I'm having to work on keeping my anger in check. Uh, so working for a school system is frustrating. Um, yeah, red tape and such. Yeah, and there's... Uh, frequently the people who are making decisions, um, and this is, this is, you know, not about the people at the school that I work for who are lovely, right. but the, the higher-ups who are making decisions... Um, frequently do that with little thought or at least it feels like little thought um to the people who like, implement oh, okay. those things mm-hmm. right um and there's and like a lot of like yeah and there's a lot of like panic and you have to do this thing and do this thing and do this thing and it's the most important thing that's ever been done and you did the thing and oh never mind we didn't really need you to do the thing mm-hmm um, and there's a lot of very confusing emails and last minute emails. And um, I work in pre-K. And so I think pre-K in particular is very much an afterthought. Right. Um, so I've, I've had to deal with a lot of frustrations about not very low tolerance or stupidity. <laughs> um, you I mean, know. I know. It comes from my, it's like my, it's my perfectionism things, my Enneagram mm-hmm. one, right? That like I struggle so much with people who are wasting my time and inefficiency and like very silly mistakes. Like I, 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 I want to be nice about them because people yeah. are people, but also like 
just read your email before you send it out. Just like one time, just to check it. Like, I'm not saying that we can't ever miss a typo, but like just just one time, maybe check and see if you meant what you meant. If you said what you meant, if you like, ah, it's very frustrating. So, and and there's always this thing too of like the people who actually do the stuff that they're supposed to do, right? Because mm -hmm. like I'm a good kid, right? I'm type A. I get my stuff done on the deadline, and then. There's always this email that comes and I have to get the email too for all the people that didn't do it and they changed it. Oh. Right. It's like, oh, everybody did everybody didn't do that thing they were supposed to do. So we'll just extend the deadline by a month. It's like, but I did what I was supposed to do. Like, why can't you just or here's a new rule that applies to everybody because some people didn't do what they were supposed to do. So now you have to do twice as much work. It's very frustrating. So I'm just really want to focus on the children who are adorable mm -hmm. and even trying to do it. I mean, you know, even the remote learning is like going okay. Like they're really cute. They're very excited. We're watching a lot of songs from YouTube and <laughs> you know, um, a lot of, a lot of God bless YouTube and people are like putting stuff out for free. Like I'm following a bunch of teachers on like a Facebook groups and whatever. And like people are putting stuff out for free. So mm. that is really lovely that like teachers are helping each other, like to get that through is. this weird thing that we're doing. Cause yeah. it's super weird. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just super weird. The whole world is weird. We had to, speaking of weird, we had to film a scene. This is part of our marketing for the campaign. We had to film a scene over zoom um, this weekend lot. and like, you know, my producers trying to give the actors direction on like, no, no, like you have to move your camera this way. No, 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 no now we can hear you. And I will say that's what most of my day is like. Can yeah. you, honey, honey, can you push the microphone button? Can you push and the then, microphone yeah. button? Yeah, and then this like actor really wanted to be seated because he likes how he looks from his computer camera versus like the phone, like, yeah. Sure, you know. I get. Everybody's um, got a good side. Sure. Um, it ended up going really well. And also, to add on to the ego train, um, I my producer, I'm so thankful and grateful for him. And he has really great ideas. And while we were shooting, I had to, like, swallow some pride and ego in that, like, he was coming up with things that I hadn't thought of. And then I had to remind myself, this is the first time you're directing a film. Yeah, you're not going to know everything. Well, and also that like, that's how the process is. Right. So like the best process, like of creating a piece it's of collaborative. art. That, and, yeah, yeah. It's collaborative. Like the writer writes something and then the director brings a vision and the actors interpret and like all of that stuff gets put together yep. to create magic. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the part I always liked about it, right? It's a little different. In theater's a little bit more collaborative than film. Um, well, sure. But, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, still the best shows are ensembles and have great writer's rooms. And, and, you know, where it's, you know, someone had the vision to create the show, but it's really, like, the writing room that, mm -hmm. you know... Um, and, you know, that's very possibly why TV inevitably took over as being better than film, maybe, because TV has to be more collaborative. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think the interesting thing, if you think about the position of a writer in TV versus film. Much more important, yeah. Much more important. So it just makes sense that, like, of course, all the good writers inevitably wanted to go make TV because... Yeah they get so much more control and mm -hmm. so, so much less, you know, changing and interact, like, yeah. you know, studios messing with your stuff and people coming in to be hired to rewrite your stuff with like, out even, I mean, you don't even get permission. Like people just, they just send people to rewrite your stuff. You know, what's been interesting. And I wonder how this is going to shift now that, you know, things are changing in, in the film industry again, but since films have been, you know, I think in the 90s and early 2000s, we, there was such heavy emphasis on independent film. Mm -hmm. And the pendulum has swung back towards heavy studio influence. Mm 
Yeah. And because of that, the role of the producer and the director had become less important. And it actually started to become less unusual for a studio to replace a director mid-shoot. Right. Um, because it's, yeah, it's that used not, to be pretty unheard of. Yeah. And now it's like, no, it's the studio's vision of the film, not the director's. Yeah. Um, but there is an argument that because everyone needs to make so much content these days to keep people interested, um, the role of the producer is going to come back to being much more important because the studios just can't monitor that much content at one time. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, people are putting out so, I mean, there's so much, there's so much content, like just a broadly, like in everything, there's so much content. And because you have to put out so much content all the time, like nobody, nobody really cares. Like a lot of it just, it doesn't matter if it's good, like just put it out. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like they do that with movies a lot. Right. Because especially when you're talking about like overseas box offices and stuff, like mm -hmm. this movie has Tom Cruise in it. Oh, we don't actually give a shit if it's terrible and everybody in America hates it and does not go see it because all of China will go and they will give us all the money. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a weird marketing thing that they do now because they they try to bring in actors or actresses that have international that might not have appeal here but will help draw a crowd internationally and tom cruise doesn't bring that much of a is not that much of a ticket seller here these days but he is right incredibly, he's kind of a crazy douchebag yeah but he's mm -hmm. an incredible ticket seller overseas i mean he's kind of it, it it's it, it sort of like follows that path of like Mariah Carey, Michael Jackson, like we're like, you know, like Mariah Carey's not big here. I mean she's she has a following, but like but like people go Right, like, but everybody thinks of her as like fucking crazy Mariah Carey. <laughs> right. I, so like she's just a crazy diva. Um, you know, shout out shout out to Bobby. Hey Bobby. Um he Is loves, that his diva? It is. And, oh. and I think because he talks so passionately about her and like how much like really like witty shade she throws. I, I, I have found a newfound enjoyment of Mariah Carey. Um, Listen, I, I mean, we also I happen know, to be I, friends with her hairstylist too. So I'm sorry. I was interrupting your name drop. Yes. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> so you're friends with our hairstylist, do you guilty. say? Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> yes. Guilty. Guilty as charged. No, I mean, I like, she's the kind of crazy I enjoy, right? I don't think she's crazy anymore. She just had that moment where, like, shit got out of control and she wasn't managing her mental and physical health. Well, and I don't understand, I mean, you know, all, all the best pop stars have that moment and you can't, I don't think it's possible for you to be like the biggest star on the planet and not have a moment where you're losing your mind. Like, uh, of yeah. course you are. Like, it's, in, it's an insane thing to expect people to, to be normal doing that. Like being famous. Because it's being just famous not is normal. Bizarre. Yeah, it's being famous weird. is crazy. Yeah, it's awful. I think it's pretty awful. I mean, I don't, we, neither of us know firsthand, but it seems weird. I do not. It's, yeah, it seems pretty terrible. You know, it's, um, I, I, I told you this, but um, when, I, when I ran into our friend Brian, who's known as, as Katya, mm -hmm. um, another name drop, um, <laughs> sorry, but, um, you know, I, I ran into him for the first time after he'd been living here for a while. And I was, I didn't know how to talk to him. Like, it was just such a weird, like, hi, how are you? I kind of know how you are, but I don't. Like, so, like. Right, because that's the thing is that, like, I think I know you. Because I follow yeah. you on Instagram or whatever. But I don't actually, like, you have to remember that that's not real. Like. No, but, like, and it's like, so what are you up to? And he's like, yeah, you know. And I was like. I do, but I Me don't. Do yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I do know what you're up to. I guess you yeah. know, being fab. I don't know. Hanging with Trixie. Right. Mm -hmm, um. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I'm fingers crossed. We, we are officially out to the drag queen I want in my film. And um, that's very exciting. Hopefully we find out before the campaign launches so I can say, hey, this wonderful woman or drag queen is in my film. That would be very exciting. Um, what else is going on with you? You know, not much. I've been contemplating my Halloween costume. <gasps> Me too, and I'm having problems. It's so hard, right? It's so yes. hard. What are you going to do? Um, so people from my pod, so to speak, mm -hmm. there's going to be a gathering. It's going to be out on somebody's patio. It's going to be 10 people. Yes. Um, we, are having, we are having a similar affair here mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. Morris House. Yeah. Um, uh, and I bought a costume. Similar to what I wore, like, so last year I had this sort of, like, pajama onesie thing that was sort of like a dragon um, or, or a dinosaur. The wings were kind of weird, so it ended up being more dinosaur-ish. Um, but it was like, I wanted something easy for me to be easy. <laughs> um, Use it. it was, you were wearing a slutty costume. I was. I just wanted something <laughs> that was like... It, like, cause all I was wearing was this onesie and like, it had a double zipper. It could be zipped up and down two ways. Um, oh, that's real slutty. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I, look, I just wanted to ha look cute and wear something real comfortable. And that was yeah. the goal. See, the trouble I always run into here is that for whatever reason, Halloween is always cold. Mm. It's always really cold. Like it'll be warm for like most of November. Like it's warm right. before Halloween and right. it's warm after Halloween. But for whatever reason, that weekend is going to be freezing. Mm -hmm. So we actually have talked about we may move it to like a daytime party if it's supposed to be really cold because we want people to be able to do costumes. Um, my family has something planned that I'm not, I'm, I'm assisting with costumes, but I'm not part of it. Mm -hmm. um, which I am very excited about. It's going to be quite fantastic. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really having a hard time. So I'm trying to come up with something warm. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like, do I try to do something that's with Steve or do I just try to do something that's on my own? Like, he's pretty amenable to me, like Tell forcing him to, to wear do. a costume. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just sort of like, here, put something on. Um, but, you know, I just don't have any good ideas for like cute couple costumes. Like, mm. There's, I, we just haven't like watched anything, you know, like, so the ones yeah. we've done in the past, we've done, um, we did Janet Snakehole and Burt Macklin from Parks and Rec, which you uh -huh. won't get, but it's like two of the characters. It's like basically their Halloween costumes that they Got wear it. on Parks and Rec, but then they come back a handful of times. Um, it's like a running gag. And then we did, we did Pat, Peggy and Cap one year. Uh-huh. It's fun. Um, but like. Also, if you're not really going to do it and like spend a whole bunch of money. Yeah. You know, so that, like, that's, that's I mean, problem. especially on cap. So yeah. I got from the same company, this company called Tipsy Elves. Like they're kind of like, they do all these onesies kind of thing. So I got a different one this year and it's a lobster. A lobster. And it's cute, except it kind of like bunches in the crotch weirdly. So it's a little bit of a moose knuckle incident. Um, no, not cute. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so like it's just a little tight right there, so it looks like it's like riding up a little bit. I don't know, and I just don't feel cute in it. And it's real red, so it's really like there's this big red thing. Um, <laughs> so it's either a lobster or maybe Clifford the big red dog. We're not sure. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna like, tell you who's you know who's not sexy? Clifford the big red dog. I know, right? <laughs> not sexy at all. No. Um, so then like I was like, well, I want something like a little flowy, blah blah blah. So like let's look at like Greek and Roman thingies and because they're drapey and oh, sure. like good for like cause Halloween here like is actually never that cold. Um yeah. In contrast, yeah. uh, it's still pretty warm here in October in LA. Um, yeah. So I might be just holding on to the lobster costume for another year. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, pajamas in the winter. <laughs> or, there shouldn't be a lobster around your house. <laughs> yeah. A, a Christmas. Oh, oh, my God. There's, it reminds me. Uh, Terrified delivery drivers. 
Sorry, it makes me ahead. think of um, uh, uh, Love Actually when Emma Thompson has to make a lobster costume for the nativity scene. And she's like, you're the Christmas lobster. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought of Phoebe from Friends. I'm like, oh, she's his lobster. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's a thing. People who watch Friends will totally get me. So that's where I'm at. And I'm struggling. Well, because, like, I wish yeah. I had an alternative but like i don't want to spend a lot and the cheaper costumes feel very rote Ugh, i know i just don't want to do anything boring and dumb and overdone like, like i could ugh. i could rock the oktoberfest costume but like it just kind of feels dumb i i don't disagree with that yeah I, you should not wear lederhosen don't do it but i could be cute in lederhosen yeah, but you also could just be cute in like shorts, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, right, like you could, you could just wear shorts. You could just be like, mm. Maybe I just wear shorts. short shorts and a cute track jacket and go with a mustache and be a porn star. Yeah, or like a, you know, like a 70s Olympian. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Just get like some gold medals, carry yeah. around a javelin. <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> you got one of those in your closet, right? Let me check my costume box. <laughs> yes, I am a grown woman with a costume box. That's true. I mean, because in years past, I've spent a lot of money and time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope to do that again someday. But, like, I really have to want to do one of those. Yeah. Well, and there's just not a ton of point in a in a COVID Halloween, right? Well, like, and how how horrible is it that it's so this Halloween not only falls on a Saturday, it's also a full moon during Mercury retrograde. It is also um it's the blue moon, so it's the second Ooh. full moon of the month. Holy crap. Yeah. Cuz it's Samhain, so there's a lot of like there there shall be some magic afoot that night, my friend. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, magic. Yes. So, you know. Naps for magic. Naps for magic. We need some fucking magic. Oh, don't we? Magic of change. The magical elements of change. Let's all, like, throw our bay leaves in the fire that night, okay? Uh, I, I, you know, right before we came on the episode, I Biden just gave a speech in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania today. And it was really good. It was about coming together, and it's about unity, and about how we can't keep doing this and even if we don't agree on things we still need to be able to talk about it mm-hmm. it's real good yeah i would i would <clears throat> i would like that i would like i i i understand if it feels super hard for people right now because the last week has been <clears throat> really divisive yeah and there's been some insane things that have happened um you know, and another reason I love me some Captain America, uh, really appreciated him stepping all over, you know, the insane idea that you just don't let contr- COVID control your life. Don't worry about it too much. Um, Fuck I, I, him. I'm not Yeah, Captain, I mean, I just can't imagine but... saying a worse thing. Like, not only because people, like, you, it is important and it is real and people are getting sick. And not everybody has the ability to afford the healthcare that you got, but also because you're just like 200,000 people have died. And so you just told all those people who's someone that they love died from COVID that like, Oh, don't let that bother you. Yeah. I mean, sorry about your dad or whatever, but don't let it bother you. Like how I just can't, I just can't fathom. I just can't, you know, his, his campaign was actually like, they weren't expecting him to be a different person, but they were expecting him to have a little bit more compassion for the situation coming out of this. And, uh, you know, when he says things like, Oh, I've learned a lot. And it was like, well, it's a little late to the game, but we're glad you're here. You know, that's, I think what everyone was kind of hoping for. And that clearly did not happen. Did not happen. Um, so mm-hmm. once again, just everybody who's listening, make sure that you are registered to vote. 
I know yes. voting deadlines are coming up really quickly in most states. So if you have not, please make sure that you have checked your registration and that you are eligible. We are getting ready to open up early voting soon here, actually. I think it's next week or the week after. In Memphis, um, yeah. Yeah, so we will be headed uh, early. Most Californians um, have received their mail-in ballots. I received mine over the weekend. Good. Um, and yeah, in a state like Tennessee, I was not risking that. Yeah. I was like, nope, I will early vote. I am not trying to vote by mail in a red state. I don't, I don't think it's okay. I'm, I'm actually going to go vote in person because um, I saw a news story about getting having your, your mail-in vote invalidated because your, signa- because your signature doesn't match. And I have, and, and the signature guy, and I'm not trying to persuade people not to do this. Like I, but, and, and almost, uh, there's tons of outlets. You can Google this for your state or in general, like a voting plan. A lot of the media networks are offering these services. Please plan your vote, yeah. um, make a plan. Like maybe you need to bring a sack lunch, wear comfortable shoes, bring a chair yeah. if you can't stand for long periods of time. Um, mm-hmm. But this news report I saw said that um, your signature can change because of your mood, because of your medication, because of how tired or not tired you are. I don't are. think I've ever signed my signature the same twice in my entire life, even and when so I've been your, trying to. Your mail-in vote can be invalidated if the signature doesn't match. And I don't, I don't know what my signature is on the thing. Right, so like, yeah. I'm probably going to end up going. California voting here in LA doesn't open till like a week before the election. Yeah, we have a long early voting here in Tennessee, or at least in Memphis. I don't know if it's the same all over Tennessee, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, list time. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, it's a list. Let's get listing Um, what are we talking about today, Chad? So this can still be one of our, uh, on our list. It's on my list as some, as a, as a honorable mention, but we were texting over the weekend. Um, I, I have started watching new girl. Um, um I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt real quickly. Um, are you enjoying new girl, my friend, Chad? Uh, ish. Ish. Yeah. Interesting. But I, but I don't How think my, my, my issues with the show, I don't actually think have to do with the show. Um, okay. It's, uh, I think the writing is good. I think it's cute and funny. I'm almost at the end of the first season. Um, okay. I am starting to get annoyed with shows where I don't find myself represented in. Okay. Which yeah. has nothing to do with the actual show. Right. Yeah. Well, and and a, and a, and certainly a very valid complaint. Yeah. Um, I think if you if that show had been had been made today, it would have been. Yes. You would have been. They would have had yes. a gay roommate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't that many years ago. I think it started in what, like, two thousand twelve? Is my guess. I'm just I'm just in general, and maybe I'm not watching enough, but I'm feeling really unrepresented as far as middle-aged gay men (laughs) in media. Well, yeah. And I mean, and that's going to be the problem, right? It's it's the same thing that starts to happen to women is because the older you get, the more erasure there is. Yeah. But that said, um, two of the three main men, Schmidt and Nick, um, are both my types in different ways. And I was texting Mm -hmm. with Megan over the weekend about how I feel like I'm, because I'm crushing on them both, I'm also cheating on both of them. (laughs) Which uh, birthed, birthed, we birthed this um, um, idea of a list of dueling crushes in TV. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and so this was hard for me because. Really? Right? It was hard for me, which is weird. Uh-huh. But not because I couldn't, not because I couldn't think of examples of like, because there's love, there's love triangles everywhere, right? For or there's sure. like, yeah, so there's constant examples of like, oh, two guys, which one do you pick? But I always have a favorite. 
Oh. Right? And so like, like of the two? Hard... You mean of the two? Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, some of the ones on my list may, I may have leaned, certainly at some point you sort of lean one direction or the other, right? I, I, and anytime anyone says one direction, I think of the band. Um, but. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, that'd be really weird if like they were called two directions. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. there was our tangent for today. <laughs> but I mean, with New Girl, though, I feel like of the things on my list, it was the one that like I ha- I would argue that I have the most. They're like even with each other right now for me. Yeah. Well, and I will guess that you may cycle uh, based on what Back happens. Back and forth. You may be like, right, because yeah. sort of when one of them is not being a great person, the other one is being a great person, and they sure. kind of go back and forth. So, yeah, you may cycle through where, like, one of them is your favorite and one of them is not. I'm very, very excited to find out how you feel once you get through season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be very curious <clears throat> to see. So is that actually on your list or no? I... I don't want to call it on my list because like it was the was how we started. Yeah. Right. It was the conception the moment of our I list. Gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> so who is first on your list or who two? I, 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 I also, first of all, I couldn't stick to, to five, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I will I also say these are not that. in any particular order for me. Oh no, definitely not. An ordered okay. list is way harder than just yeah. lists. Um, yeah. No, I'm, if there's ever a list that's in order, we're gonna have to like specifically say yeah, that yeah. it will be prefaced on the show. Yeah, we this no lists are in order unless we tell you so. So the one that happens to be the first on my list in just placement alone, Bridget yes. Jones Diary. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because up and until that last like ten minutes, where where Daniel is such a jackass with the tall leggy American, right? Right. So you have you have Mark Darcy played by Colin Firth, and you have Daniel Cleaver played by um, help me out. Hugh Grant. Thank you. Hugh Grant. Yeah. And uh, and like in in a certain way, you're loving Daniel Cleaver because like. He's he's kind of the the schmoozer that you like the I don't know like the oh he's the bad boy yeah and like yeah. you also kind of get annoyed at Mark Darcy and it's like grow a pair like, right, like he's so buttoned up it's yeah. that classic like buttoned yeah. up versus bad boy yeah 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 totally yeah and then and then it shifts and it shifts and you're like I don't know there's like a point in the middle where you're like girl is sport for choices. And sexy honestly, British guy, sexy British guy, right? And and I we've talked about this before. If if the Hugh Grant character Daniel Cleaver did not cheat, and he also had to cheat on with the worst person possible, yeah, of course. Um, it honestly still would be a weird toss up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see. I, yeah, I think that that's a really, like, I, I think, like, the first, the first one on my list is sort of a similar thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously what happens, so mine is Scandal. Oh. Yeah. So, Yes, I, that is a good one. Oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Well, good. We're fighting. Yeah. So, <laughs> Scandal, because honestly, at the beginning, mm-hmm. I did not get the whole Tony Gwynn thing. I did not understand. I was like, so, I don't get this whole, he spits. Oh, okay. I was just like, I don't, like, this is supposed to be some sort of mm. epic love story and I do not understand. And then there was the one episode that was like the backstory and it was like uh-huh. hot shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm on board now. I understand. Ah, I see. And then Jake showed up and Scott yeah. Foley is just adorable. Yes, like, he is. He's so cute. And so, uh, he yeah. He can be like, <laughs> And I loved, I mean, I was, I was, I, you, but you went back and forth, right? Like yes. for at least like a couple of seasons, you went yeah. back and forth about who you wanted her to be with and who you wanted her. I think probably by the end, I was more, I didn't watch all the way through the end because uh-huh. I just, it got too much for me. But by the time I quit watching, I was pretty firmly in the Jake camp just because I was yeah. kind of tired of their, tired of, tired of Olivia and Fitz's shit, right? Like I was just like, oh my God. They, they let the, yeah, they let that drama go on for too long at like, like yeah. that that's a definite classic example of like you got two down that rabbit hole and it mm-hmm. became annoying. 
Yeah. Like it would have been more interesting if they just had them get together <clears throat> and then like yes. they had to battle Bellamy Young, who yeah. like who I actually kind of like I rooted for her, even though she was like an evil fucking person, right? Mm-hmm. Like I kind of wanted her to win. So like that would have been an interesting, like, right? Which so, one was Bellamy anyway. Young? She was the first lady. Oh, oh, oh yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um my second one, this is one I I know we're gonna be samesies on. Buffy. Oh, well, sure, sure. Yes. Though I have sorry, you you go. No, you go, because it was okay. on your list. Oh, it didn't make your list? No, it's on my list. Okay. I sort of I don't know. I couldn't make up my mind about it. We'll talk so, about it in a second. So yes, Angel and Spike are sort of the dueling crushes in a way. Uh-huh. But I also expanded it to be a four-way Angel Spike Giles Xander because there are a lot of men on that show that are trying to vie for Buffy's full attention and never get it. And I uh, yeah, I I I I I accept that. So while like it's it, it the depending on the relationship, it's a little different, but like yeah. It's still Do, do dueling. you have a crush on Xander? There have been moments where I find him really endearing, but not not throughout, but there are moments where I find him cute. I mean, I think I think like taking like hey, that moment when he's in the speedo, that episode where he joins the swim team. Sure, I that's mean... everybody's Xander. <laughs> he, he worked real hard for yeah. that moment. Aww. He worked real hard for it. And I think he's kind of, like, I like him because, like, even though he fucks up a lot, he still tries. But then, they're, like, Xander does get annoying at times, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think, it's one of the things I like about the show. I don't think anybody's without flaws, yeah. right? Um, yeah, so I had a, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to put this one on the list because I am, in, I'm so far in a camp. Like, uh, I'm such a Spike girl. Yeah, you are. I love Spike so much. I love him so much. <laughs> I can't even help it. I know, I know, well, I know there's all kinds of problems and I just don't care. I love him anyways. I don't but, care. But I mean, like, look, from, from a, from a, like, dramaturgist, I don't know, standpoint, like, he's such a more interesting character than Angel. Oh yeah, exactly. So and much I more dynamic. He was a more interesting character on Buffy. Angel yeah. was a more interesting character once he got to Angel. Yeah. So I loved Angel on Angel. Um, but I also, I also kind of, I also loved Wesley on that show. Like I thought about putting Wesley Wyndham Price, the oh. demon bounty hunter. I always love that. Um, <laughs> I thought about, I thought about doing Angel. Um, okay. because, but you know. Oh, for Cordelia with Cordelia. Like Angel. No, see, that was the thing Wesley is that they're not really, Angel. yeah, they're not really a triangle. Like, they're right. both, they're just both like people I liked on that show. Yeah. So I left that one off. But okay. yeah, I liked Angel a lot better on Angel than I did on Buffy. They let him be funny on Angel. He wasn't funny on yes, Buffy. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And Boreanis is much better when he's funny. Yes, he's much more endearing. Yeah. For sure. Um, is that counting as your number two, or do you have? Uh, no, it is not actually. Okay. I'm going to. I did not put it on my list because I'm okay. such a spy girl. So I went with a different uh, set of. Well, one of them's a vampire. I went with True Blood. Oh. Yeah. So um, Eric, mm-hmm. played by Alex- Alexander Skarsgård. Uh huh. And Joe Manganiello, <laughs> who is the vampire, not the vampire, the werewolf. Uh huh. Um. So Bill. Can suck it. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Oh, God. So much. So much. He does that to me sometimes, and he has been hit. I have physically hit him before because he will, like, sneak up behind me and do it in the middle of the night, and he's so funny, and I hate it so much. I hate it. There's very few things I hate more than that man trying to do a Southern accent in that Oh, and he said Sookie so many times, and I almost had to stop watching the show. Just bite out that right? how freaking hot Joe Manganiello is. I almost had to stop watching that show because of just the way he said Sookie. It was, which is a pretty stupid fucking name anyways, but just the way he said it was like so disgusting. <laughs> like, it's just so, it gets under yeah. my skin. 
in. Yeah, it, it was pretty... I, I have fun saying it now, but watching the show, it's Ugh. fucking annoying. It's so, so awful. Yeah. So I was much happier when, like, it was, like, season two or three and the werewolves showed up and there was much less Bill and everybody was much happier. Yeah. I, 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 you know, that show was a real disappointment to me in that, like, it had so much potential and, like, it got so stupid. Yeah, it was real weird. They just, yeah. it went way too long. Yeah. But it was, re- it was a really fun ride there for a couple, yeah. of, you know, <clears throat> three or four seasons. I bowled once with the hot blonde guy. <clears throat> oh, the dumb one, the brother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's he like in real life? You British. just name dropping all over the place. British and a little, episode. and a little dumb. Uh, He's British? Yeah. Huh. That's a shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, yeah, this is the Chad name drops episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of name dropping, uh, my number three, I don't know why that sounded stupid. Um, my number three. You're not name dropping at all right now. No, is This Means War, which was, uh, Chris Pine and Tom Hardy fighting over Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a movie that you probably remember if you do not have the hots for either of these guys. <laughs> right, yeah, because there's no reason to see it otherwise. It it's was not, not good. It's not good, but not it's good. definitely no. that classic, like, two men fighting over women and in a different scenario, blah, 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 blah. Um, I actually watched it because I was reminded of it over the weekend when we were making our list. Um, I watched it over this weekend, and... It's still cute to me. Um, also, Tom Hardy is like redonkulously hotter when he talks in his British accent instead of when he is in a film where he has an American accent. I don't know why, but like it's like an um, exponential increase. No, that's that's what a British accent does. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, obviously. Um, yes, it, that's, it's, it's the British accent quote, hotness factor of at least two. You get a and, bonus. And actually, in this film, um, Reese Witherspoon, spoiler alert, Reese Witherspoon ends up with Chris Pine, who plays the douchey guy. And Tom Hardy plays sort of the one who's a little bit, like, sweeter and a little more grounded and who ends up back with his ex. I mean, like, I guess it's the right, like, whatever. He ends up back with his ex-wife and, and son, which is, you know, nice. But, like, it doesn't, you, I, I would have chosen Tom Hardy. <laughs> Well, you would have. Yeah. Uh, sure. I I could not choose that movie because I Tom Hardy does not work for me. I'm sorry. That's really sad I, for me. I don't care for his face. Oh, I just I just want to like smush it into my face. Like, See, I hmm. feel like it's already kind of smushed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so I actually also started watching Alias the other day. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> and, um, I, I, now that I think about it, like Jennifer Garner and Tom Hardy kind of have like sort of similar faces in a way that's like like their 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 lips are smushed out. Yes, too big for their face, kind of. Yes. Well, thank you for that wonderful segue <laughs> to my next thing on the list, which is oh. Alias. Ah, go me. <laughs> So uh, I'll try to do this without being spoilery. Mm-hmm. Um, so despite Bradley Cooper's uh-huh. horrific 2000s hair, uh-huh. which is like <clears throat> yeah, like orange blonde tips. Like it's when was the show so on? 2000. Really? Because it feels so yeah. 90s. No. Well, the 2000s were pretty 90s. Okay. Yeah. Including, including like the title cards. It's like, really? Oh yeah, and they're gonna do it on every episode till yeah. the end of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta skip it. Um, yeah, it's very it is it is definitely of its time. But I am such a sucker. My favorite thing is like that's always been my favorite like little get together story is like the one where they're best friends, mm-hmm. and, but they're really in love, but they don't tell each other because they're best friends. And so instantly, I love Will, right? Because he's the best friend who's right. like secretly pining after her, and you. I have love, no problem with Bradley know. Cooper being my best friend and possible exactly. love interest. Exactly, and I was always like, "No, Will, he's so cute, he's so great." Mm-hmm. But 
I was most people did not think that, at least at the time. Like and most Juan, people were just Juan super into Michael Vartan. Yeah. yeah, the CIA dude. Yeah, the CIA guy. Michael Vartan. Um, who if you have not seen <laughs> Alias, you might know from other weird, bad rom coms like I always think though that like whenever I see Michael Vartan at first, I think he's Seth Myers. Oh, that's strange, but I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, I always think he's Seth Myers because I know I've seen more Seth Myers than Michael Vartan, and they actually look sure. kind of similar, like bro- like brother similarities. Yeah, it's that Canadian thing. Yeah, yeah, all mm-hmm. Canadians look alike. They it's, do not. It's so so <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> I, know, I only know like three other Canadians. Uh oh, do I know them? Well, I mean, not personally. I just oh. mean, like, Ryan Reynolds, Nathan oh. Fillion, okay. and uh, Colby Smulders. Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, well, sure. Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Love her. <laughs> That's a favorite Canadian? He is. <laughs> That's really funny to me. I don't know why. Because <laughs> oh, he just seems like he came out of a trailer park. In <laughs> I'm sure they have trailer parks in Canada. I've been sure. There are rednecks everywhere. Or maybe trailer cabins, cabin parks. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so my next one um, is Sex in the City. Big versus Aiden. Okay, so that one, that one was that one actually was a duality for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were literally on episodes fighting each other. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, for you personally, oh, for me, you personally think they are both hot? It's sort of like, it's actually similar to the new girl Schmidt-Nick thing, in a way. It's, it's like, you know, there there are pros and cons to both, right? Like carry on sex in the city if she can get away without the nurturing part of like in dating big she she's not like big's not nurturing but he can provide for her in material sense mm-hmm. um and the opposite it's the opposite for aiden i mean it's not that aiden's poor but um aiden aiden wanted I don't know. It, it. I think it depends on like where you are in your life, and Aiden's a lot more like grounded and down to earth and wholesome, and Big is a little messy and stubborn. And I guess they right. both were stubborn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just was always, I was always an Aiden girl. So, I mean, I think there's a, a lot of these, a lot of these triangles with like that's it's a defining thing right like you can have a conversation with somebody of like oh are you angel or are you spike like right that tells me something about you right yeah yeah so maybe i should have put that on my honorable mentions of like just interesting dueling crushes i'm not sure i picked them all because i had a particular no i mean you shouldn't yeah so my next one um is a throwback Mm -hmm. to way back in the day um it was dawson's creek oh dawson Um, versus paisley pacey 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 yes dawson versus pacey um because i you know i i i always thought dawson was cute and then joey and pacey got together and then they were really cute so like i i mean i ended up liking pacey better for joey but mm-hmm. I always really liked Dawson. Like, I always thought he was really cute. Like, I wanted him to find a nice girl. Mm. Simpler times. I know, right? <laughs> such, a, such an easy time. Um, Thanks for starting teen dramas for us. Right, oh, well, hey, great non sequitur. And I'm surprised <laughs> this hasn't come up on your list, but maybe it is. Uh, Vampire Diaries. Oh, it, you know, it is not on my list because I figured it was going to be on yours. So I okay. thought maybe we'd do some different stuff. But uh, Great. Um, makes it more interesting. Plurality. We like plurality here on Whelmed. Um, uh, yeah, Dame, Damon versus Stefan. Um, I'm totally team Damon. Um, um, yeah. 
for yeah. sure. But, but just just for Elena, like I I mm-hmm. loved I loved Stefan and Caroline. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've told you my weird interaction with um the guy I'm blanking on his name who plays Stefan. Uh Paul Weasley? Yeah. Wesley? Wesley. Wesley. Yes. So I was at a fundraiser and he was there and I was been like Vampire Diaries had been on, but like I had just started watching it. So I was binging like a couple seasons. And so I was in that like obsessed phase and I saw him and I I don't do this. I was like, can I have your picture? Um, (laughs) um, I should find this picture to post for, for the episode, but, um, uh, and then like, but, uh, and like he said, sure. And so we have a picture. Um, but then after I didn't like, I didn't know what to say. Like I felt so starstruck. I'm like, and then, so then I said, I really love your work. <laughs> <laughs> right. His work. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and I walked away and I'm like, I love his work. Like, right. What? <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, I love that shitty vampire <laughs> teen show that you're on. <laughs> Really into that shit. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because he doesn't have any work. Has he mm-hmm. ever been on anything else? I don't think so. Uh, no. I mean, but he's got some Vampire Diaries money, so he can coast for a little bit. I mean, it's fine. He doesn't need it. I mean, he doesn't need to. But, like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's no work to be had. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. Well, um, I... My last one um, actually is uh, going to be w- one person who's a repeat. So Scott Foley made my list twice. Oh, 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 really? Because Felicity. Aww. Yeah. Like that was a show where I was genuinely kind of back and forth about who I wanted her to end up with. Right. Cause I mm-hmm. thought they were both so cute. I actually never watched it. No, it's exactly. Exactly what you think it is. I, I figured. I mean, like, you know, I, 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 Scott Foley and um, what's his face? Scott Speedman. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some gay rumors floating around about him a couple years ago. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I have an honorable mention. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and it's not necessarily that, like, well, I guess I was kind of into one of them, so to speak, but... I don't know. So Will and Grace. Um, Will versus Sam. Uh, Because that was an ongoing... I mean, it was a very, very small subplot, but um, the whole premise of Will and Grace is the will they won't they, will they won't they of Will and Grace getting together. That's how they sold the story into the studios of how we can do a show with a gay man, with two gay men in leading positions. Wait, the idea was Will, Will, and Grace get together? Yeah, that's actually how they pitched it. Um, well, my goodness. Yeah. They and, sold them a bill of goods, didn't they? Well, and, and wa- if you watch it back with that in mind, you're like, yeah, they make you, like, there's, Will and Grace are so together that it feels like a relationship that's constantly ebbing and flowing. I mean, it is. I mean, that's what it is. But, like, it feels, there are times where it feels romantic and that's actually like how they sold it in. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Goes back to that whole other conversation we were having um, about like gay people moving up the ladder through assimilation. Right. Um, <laughs> Sam is Will's brother. When Grace, so. Played by whom? Well, it changes, but Michael Flattery. Oh, when, yeah, okay. Yeah. And there's that whole bit of when when Grace and Karen are talking about it and uh, Karen says, yeah, Sam, Sam is the will that'll let you touch his penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have an honorable mention too, speaking mm-hmm. of the gays. Um, so this was Chuck. Oh. TV show Chuck. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't really a triangle because Wait, Nick Tuck? No, Chuck. Oh Chuck. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Tuck. And I was like, um, 
Don't know that one. <laughs> no, no. Chuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, on Chuck, there was Chuck, obviously, mm -hmm. main character. And he was in love with the girl, Sarah. And then Sarah's ex-boyfriend shows back up. Oh. Sarah's ex-boyfriend is played by Matt Bomer, uh, who is ridiculously fucking hot. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Matt Bomer is, like, the only the only gay celebrity that I, like, have, like, it's, there's no block there for me with Matt Bomer. <laughs> like, he's so, everybody else, I'm like, oh, that is an attractive man, but it doesn't do anything to me because I'm mm -hmm. aware that I would not do anything to him. Right. But for him, shall I say. Uh -huh. uh, but Matt Bomer is so ridiculously good looking that like, I can't, he, you can't, bleh, it just doesn't, I can't even, bleh, I can't think straight. Like he's crazy good looking. And in Chuck, he basically spends the whole time in like a tuxedo. Oh. Yeah, like wow. he's not around much, but he's just like, he just like shows up to be like mysterious and good looking. <laughs> kind of like James Marsden and on Ally McBeal. Yes, very yeah. much the same vibe, right? Yeah, like he just yeah. shows up with his crazy blue eyes and you're like, I don't understand. What are you doing here? And, you know, I don't want you to take the girl away from Chuck because God, Chuck's so adorable. And Zachary Levi is also adorable. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, hard crush there. Uh, shout out to Ma Matt Bomer um, and the cast of Boys in the Band, which came out on Netflix last week. Um, yes. if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It lives up to, well, Boys in the Band was originally a play from the late 60s, early 70s about a group of gay men. Um, and it's, I kind of describe it as sort of like if they made a Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, but it was a group of gay men instead of two, two straight couples. It feels a little bit like that. Like, cause it's very like people are fucking with each other's heads. Um, oh. But actually it was one of the earliest gay feature films ever made um, back in the seventies. And um, uh, they remade it recently with a lovely cast. Um, and it's really good. Oh, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I guess that's our list. <laughs> well, there's there's one more part we haven't gotten to yet. Oh. Uh, what are you whelmed about this week, Jay? Oh, that part. Um, uh, I was underwhelmed by something, but now I forget. <laughs> Every um, week you forget we're going to be whelmed. All right. You I know. No, 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 no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Um, I am whelmed by, by, by getting flowers for your home. Oh, don't I love that? It's like, so nice. it really, like, uh, what's a, it's, it's something I've always thought about and I would do on occasion, but it's become more of a regular weekly thing when I go grocery shopping is to pick up some flowers since, you know, it's like, hey, we're home, let's try to make things look prettier. And it really makes such a difference in the house. It's so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of plants here, so I'm very mm -hmm. excited. I think, I think my husband would probably like me to stop buying plants, actually. But, uh, it, but it helps a lot to, like, have them, the green things in your house. Yeah, I, I haven't done much Halloween decorating, but I did get a pumpkin for out front and some purple mums. And, oh, my God, I found the cutest. This was so cute. It's adorable. Um, I was leaving CBS the other day, and there was, like, this, this like, like, skeleton. Maybe it's 12 inches. But it's wearing a mermaid costume, so it's a mermaid skeleton. <laughs> and, it's, and it's hanging on my door, and it's amazing, and I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, shout out to Mermaid Skeletons. Yeah. So I am very whelmed this week. Um, the final seasons of both The Good Place and mm. Schitt's Creek just popped up on Netflix. They did. So I have some wonderful TV watching ahead of me. I'm trying to go slowly because I'm going to be very sad when both of those shows are over. Uh. Although, you know, you can always watch them again. God knows I love me a rewatch. I, I have finished both, and you're in for a good time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited to be. It's it's just so nice to have good shows that, like, make you feel things. and. Mm. It, it does very much feel, though, like that episode, because a whole bunch of shows ended last fall into this past spring. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
it feels very much like we're in that episode with Jack and Karen on Will and Grace when it's like Friends ended, Sex in the City ended, Frasier ended, and like they're having that whole episode about like, what the fuck am I going to watch now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So listen, if you're watching anything good and you want to share it with us here on Whelmed, you should mm-hmm. reach out to us. We are on Instagram at Whelmed Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. Hit us up. Tell us what you're watching, what we should watch what you think our next list should be, and what else what you thought was about. hot, what are you whelmed about, who did we forget of hot mm-hmm. people on our list. We're into all of it. So come check us out and talk to us. Chad, where should they listen for Whelmed? Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, we are there. <laughs> yeah, so come back next week. We're going to talk everywhere about- Everywhere you want to be. <laughs> Something. Probably. (laughs) We're so good at this. (laughs) So good at it. (laughs) I love you, honey. Uh, What would I do without you? You never have to worry about that. Ah, boo. (gasps) Bye. Bye.